Dixon Chains podcast number 801. This is your host, the Scarborough Dude, the one and only. I, uh, sitting in Guildwood Park. It was not my plan. <laughs> in my mind, I pictured the exact spot I was going to be sitting in, in the chair I'm in now, a folding camp chair, the one I had repaired in Vancouver for an outrageous fee but uh, anyway it's working and the plan was to sit by the water Bluffers Park and I took a roundabout route to get there and by the time I reached the turn down Brimley uh, it was uh, (laughs) blocked off by the police pylons, no left turns that was it uh, parking lot full, and that often happens during the summer. But I was a little surprised. I guess this early on a Friday, it was probably about two thirty. But um, that's the way it goes. Uh, so many people off, I guess, with COVID or collecting their CERB checks, and why bother working? I'm one of them, but I couldn't be working anyway. Anyway, uh, so back up, hop along Kingston Road and try to come up with an alternative. A few wrong turns here and there and settled on this beautiful place. It's sunny. Uh, It's heavily treed. It is a real garden, and it's right on the edge of the bluffs. If I was to get up and walk just a very short distance, which I probably will later, um, you're overlooking Lake Ontario. It's quite a quite a nice view. Uh, any any of my friends who have visited me or live in the area, like uh, Slugor, are very familiar with this park. So, not a bad place to be, and a productive day because the one thing I sort of set out to maybe do was buy a case for my new iPhone, and we'll get into that a little bit. Yes, the iPhone 11 Pro I bought. Mm, It didn't take much. Um, The tipping point was the wonderful picture Suze Muse was posting of her white cat. And uh, I was jealous because I couldn't post close-ups of my white cat. And uh, to do that, I needed a better camera and (laughs) hence the iPhone uh, 11 Pro I'm a little embarrassed about the thing is I've wanted one since they came out and now there was just a little bit of a cut in price and uh, if you got on the right plan you paid monthly and you own it at the end and so I thought okay that's it but meanwhile I've got a perfectly good iPhone 8 so I haven't taken the chip out of the 8 yet to put in here to make this the active phone. So really, all it is now is a, is a camera and, of course, all the things you do on Wi-Fi. Um, and I thought, I, I'm not sure what to do. You know, should I try and sell my iPhone 8, get some money back? But how much is it really worth? How much would I get for it? Or... Keep it. I've already got another, I think, an iPhone 5 at home or something that's now been turned into a um, uh, a music box, you know. Uh, so, I, I mean, I have a house full of stuff that I've never given back. I mean, I've got two iPads. <sighs> what do you do? I, I'm not wise to these ways, the way... Uh, a, uh, a, a an advanced shopper like uh, Jake the Bagman would be, or Bagman Jake, sorry. Um, so, if anybody has any advice, what do I, what should I do? I mean, I thought I could trade trade it up for my wife, so she would give her take her six and give her the eight, but she never uses it anyway. Is it really that much of a difference or improvement? Maybe. 
Uh, is it pointless to carry two phones around, one with the uh, you know cell accessory? Because right now I've got this other one. I'm using a uh, you know the hotspot, so I can use this phone, the new one with a fancy camera to post pictures. But yeah, uh, we'll see. But anyway, the the task for today was well, just go to the Scarborough uh, Cedarbury Mall. It's our local mall, and it's a really low-level mall. We're not talking high-end stores. Anything they've had in there has just ended up closing, even though they've put money into trying to revamp its convenient location for the whole neighborhood, but there's just, it's a lot of just cheap shops. And in the middle strip, there's at least four phone dealerships, either selling you phone plans or the phones and cases. And I thought, well, I'll just look and see, and I'm always, I don't want to spend too much and I found a plastic case, snaps in, just sits, just covers the back, uh, with the lovely gold back of the phone I got, with holes for the camera, or a hole for the camera. Oops. I'm going to take this. Hang on. Hello? Do you understand? Do you understand? Fuck you? Okay, this is, fuck you, I know you're not listening, but fuck you, I really, really resent calls in Chinese that are spam. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck off. Okay, sorry, you had to share in that. But it's, it's honestly, it's, it's just gotten worse. Like, it's just, f- stop those fuckers. And I've had, you know, doctors sometimes call on numbers I don't have. And so I'm, I'm reluctant to not pick up calls. One was rescheduling a hospital appointment. It was really important. Now, maybe they would have left a message. But still. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Where were we? Oh, the case. So anyway, I just, you know, looked at that for $5 more, for $20. It's a lovely brown little booklet with room for one, two, three credit cards and a little pocket sort of sleeve. You can stick things. And I thought, this is absolutely perfect. So, and it's brown, a really nice color, which sort of goes with the gold. And very easy, just flip it open, and bam, you can take pictures. So I'm thrilled. That was $20 cash, well spent. Um, I Getting the phone, honestly, it was for a camera, and it may seem a bit silly, but I'm also thinking, wait a minute, this is the last year I'll probably have my company. The company can buy me toys and things. Um, I have to sort of sort it out with my accountant, but there's some leeway in there for things that I need. This was one of them. Uh, And the camera is as amazing as they say it is. I just put up a portrait on Instagram, and uh, I got a lot of likes. And it was just, you could do portrait mode, you know, with with the the background. It's just black. It's amazing. So, uh, anyway. All right. People are starting to look at me. I guess I'm talking a bit loud. I did record a 26-clip, 26-minute clip when I actually bought this uh, phone and I was trying to tie it into the concept of ripples which I often talk about and I had the good sense to listen back to that recording and deleted it not just from my computer right from the from the uh, Olympus recorder itself no that's going nowhere so this is what you're getting in place I don't know if it's much better but uh, I, I'm fascinated by the ripples from the decisions we make. And I was trying to explore, okay, what is what what are the consequences? What what were the ripples that made me get this phone? And then I realized, well I've always it's always been in the back of my mind. I've always wanted it. The tipping point I might say was the last photo that Suze Muse posted on Facebook of her cat. Really was just okay. And then I asked what kind of phone you got. She tells me and I think, okay, ma'am, that that's it. And um it took me eight different Rogers agents to actually get the phone. Believe me, eight different agents. Um, half of them were just trying to get back the $40. I, I had the whole thing set up online. When it went to confirm, it wouldn't confirm. Uh, I phoned for help. They got it through. 
but they would have to we'd have to start over each time be somebody different and they were from all different locations you know uh, Moncton and uh, Dartmouth and and everywhere it was absolutely crazy and in the end when I finally they ordered the phone okay it's gone through great um, I got an email this is on the Tuesday uh, it was supposed to be same day delivery. Then it was going to be one day. Then I got to notice, no, it's not going to be ready till Saturday. What time do you want? And I realized Rogers has people, courier services going out and doing this. So got an agent said, look, I'll just go and pick the thing up. Okay, sure. Yeah, we could arrange that. Very helpful person, except you've got to cancel your order and start all over. And I'm going, oh my God, no, because I know once you get in the store, your price is going to be different. They're going to try and upsell you and it's just chaos. So uh, I finally agreed. I find that was the only way around it. And I really wanted the phone. That would have been uh, Wednesday, I guess. I just wanted it. And so I had the good sense to go to a very small, quiet Rogers dealership that I was told had six in stock and uh, just, you know, was just firm. No, I've got the plan. It's already done. Just just get me the phone. And uh, she did. And I'm guessing eventually I will get my $40 back. $40 I was charged twice and promised a refund twice. Um, because the, the second $40 was for, the first one was for doing it on the phone. The second one was for, uh, canceling the order and starting all over again. That was the in-store $40 service fee. God damn it, eh? And the amount of time you spend. But anyway, I've got it in my hand and I'm, I'm glad it's done. But what are the ripples? That was the topic. Ken, you're wondering... I wanted it for the wedding I'm going to, Brandy and Brent's, uh, you know, the more the, the Morris the merrier or something like that. <laughs> a wedding. Uh, I actually, I think I have a function. I have to stand there. Um, and um, that's exciting. That's the end of July, I believe. And uh, I wanted it for that. And then I wanted it also for my camping trip, which is like a week from now. I will actually be in a campground on uh, Georgian Bay. So that was the push to just, if you're going to do it, do it, you know, or otherwise you're just going to waste time thinking about it. And uh, so here we are. So stay tuned for uh, more photos and uh, me trying out new things with it. Skybird Dude, I'm going to cut this trying i'm trying to cut the clips a little bit shorter uh so that they're bearable um because i know what's happening the last thing i guess i'm i'm one last health issue i phoned i i think my um, carpal tunnel is just about all gone but i'm realizing my hearing is really really getting bad like there's so much i miss on movies and tv um, the family, my son and wife, are all telling me, turn it down, turn it down. Uh, when I'm listening to music in the car, it is cranked up real loud. No, I like loud music with its, you know, love and rockets anyway, but this is probably excessive. And there's just the sense, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just not hearing like I used to. And I know there's high-tech ones that are just amazing that you put in your ear. It's not like the old ones. You know, these things work well, and they work. You can control them from an iPhone. And uh, so that's something I'm going to have to look in. I'm going to have to look into it also while my wife is still working, and that's a benefits plan, because these things can be thousands of dollars. Uh, They're not. The high-tech ones aren't all covered on health plans. So... That's all, just to maybe forewarn you that uh, as part of this aging process, the fact that I'm unstable when I stand up, that I need a cane, (laughs) that I wobble when I walk, um, and that uh, soon I'm going to be using hearing aids, uh, probably for everybody's benefit, because uh, you won't have to shout at me. All right, Scarborough Dude, signing off from the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, Guildwood uh, Park. Bye for now.
check. Good day, folks. And it is a good day. It's Saturday, July 26th. Oh, just afternoon, and I'm sitting under a tree at uh, Bluffers Park. Um, kind of opposite from where I had planned on going yesterday. That parking lot is, you know, closed again unless you pay $15 parking, which is refunded if you eat in their restaurant. So it's I just hate the fact that that particular place is closed off. But I am in the um, boat launch side, which is also very nice, under a lovely tree. And today I noticed they've been rearranging, fixing this part up. Uh, there were two handicapped parking spots that weren't there before. And uh, one of them was left open for me. So it was perfect. I got the chair, folding chair out of the car. Plunked it under this tree, and I've been here for uh, at least an hour, uh, reading from both my books, um, uh, White Fragility, getting ready for our Wednesday online Zoom meeting about that book. I updated the blog for them yesterday, so I'm a little bit involved again in the book study club at my church, West Hill United. And uh, the other book I brought with me, Transcendence, and I gotta say I'm a little disappointed. It, it is like a psychology textbook. Well, it is, really. But I think when I bought it, oh, Transcendence, yeah, 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 I gotta transcend, I gotta get to a higher level. And of course, I'm, I was sucked in by references to Maslow and Carl Rogers. Uh, but in fact, it isn't going to lead to much uh, in the way of uh, enlightenment, further enlightenment. And um, it's heavy slogging. There's a whole section on purpose, you know, and the importance of purpose to sort of reach this higher level. And I have to think, well, when you're 72 and retired, you don't have the same sense of purpose in life. It's gone, you know, and this is talking more about career and, you know, what are your aims and goals and how this can lead to... Uh, greater satisfaction in life and take you up to the next level, which is, uh, what was it after purpose? Not enlightenment, not quite transcendence, but, uh, god damn, something else. Ah, <laughs> uh, I should know, I was just looking at it. That's, that's where the brain really is starting to fail me. Okay, what, come on, purpose, meaning? No, that's what purpose is all about. And it's not happiness because they've already discussed that that's really not what's important in life. You know, damn it, I'm going to have to get the book out because, you know, hang on, I think there's a pause button on this. Hang on, would you? Uh, yeah, found it. Um, the chapter is Peak Experiences. That comes after the section on purpose, which I've still got to slog my way through. And uh, after the peak experiences, there's theory Z towards the toward the farther reaches of human nature. Well, that sounds interesting. A lot of good quotes. Okay, so I'm going to keep at it. And then there's an afterward: wonderful possibilities and inscrutable depths reprised. Don't know what that means. And then the appendix: seven principles for becoming a whole person. Well, I got to read that. I've gone through the whole book with a yellow highlighter, and I mean, it was interesting at the start. I'm just, I think I'm just blogged down on this thing of purpose, wondering what is my purpose? I mean, you need a purpose in life, and I wonder if I have one. I used to think it was to write, and um, that never manifested itself. I, I'm a record keeper, I've got letters, I've got 20 years of the Dixon Jane zine, I've got 15 years. <laughs> of the Dixon Jane's blog, or podcast, sorry. Um, I've had various blogs. There's another appendix on various growth challenges. So all these are of some value. Uh, but, um, you know, it's, it's not a self-help quick way to find enlightenment. And I knew that when I bought it. I mean, I wasn't looking for that. But anyway, anyway, anyway. It's good to be reading. It's good to be using your brain. Um, so I'm under this tree, and it is nice. I mean, I am looking out at the spot where all the um, sea-doos... <coughs> Sorry. Ah. I was about to say hang on, and instead I got to sneeze out. 
Um, oh. <coughs> Sorry. But good sound effects, no? Um, I had a topic, and again, I'm I, when I make a note, uh, it doesn't necessarily come out as authentic, as authentic as I want to be, and yet it's I'm trying to have better content instead of just stream of consciousness. So this is about a TV show called Just for Laughs Gags. It's been on for 20 years. Now it's all repeats, and they're running the 20th anniversary of, I guess, previous episodes. It was filmed in Quebec, and it's very clear. And I guess the point I want to make is this show could only have been made in Quebec and not Ontario. And the reason I emphasize that point is if you're not Canadian, you won't understand that. Uh, Quebecers are just a lot more lax. The whole show is, is silent with sound effects. But basically, it's it's jokes played on people, gags. And the gags are pretty damn rude. The one last night was a woman comes by. So you always have the, the person who's being gagged, right? There, there's somebody sitting on a bench. This old lady sits beside her. And then immediately another lady comes up with a baby carriage and inside you don't see it, but you hear the wailing of a baby and the mother's frantic trying to stop the baby from crying. Oh my God, seeing things and you don't hear them. Um, that's the fun of the show. You just, you've got sound effects. You hear the wailing and this woman, this old woman looks at the lady, the, the, the foil here, um, beside her and, and mimics hand motions. It's all done in sort of mime. That oh, don't, don't worry. I I know babies and points to herself. I can fix this. Don't worry, you know. And it's all done. So it doesn't matter if it's French or English. That's the beauty of the whole thing. There's no you don't hear either language ever. Um, and so the old lady gets up, looks at the mother holding the carriage, and explains to her again sign language. I I can get your baby to calm down. Don't worry about it. And the wailing is going on. The old lady turns around, turns her back to the baby carriage and farts, bends over and farts really loudly. And of course, there's a speaker in the baby carriage full of of fart noises. And she farts again and the baby stops crying. And then she turns to the mother and sort of smiles. And meanwhile, the cameras are showing, the cameras are all hidden, of course. And the cameras are showing the facial expression on on the foil, the person sitting on the bench, like, what the hell is going on? I mean, this lady, like, and it's wonderful. And they'll do, it's beautifully edited. So you'll do several different people that they've played this trick on. And the, the person's a look of disbelief. Am I really seeing this? Like, oh, my God. And they're hearing the fart noises and seeing how satisfied the old lady is and the mother, you know, that, oh, thank you. You know, how kind of you to fart and put my baby quiet. Uh, that's just one example. There's other examples where Jesus comes. A lady, something happens and the lady's praying for something. And this Jesus comes. It's always the same actors on the show. And we wonder why the whole, all of Montreal isn't aware of who they are. Uh, and Jesus, crown of thorns, brown robe, comes and always performs some miracle. And the person's just dumbfounded. Uh, last night had um, a woman wanting to give charity. And there were two different groups of nuns. One wearing gray outfits, the other in the traditional black habits. Um, and the woman only had one bill to give them. And the nuns look at each other, and then they start fighting. And the next thing, they're pulling hair and kicking each other, and there's a real fight. And again, innocent bystanders can't believe they're seeing two groups of nuns fighting over a $20 bill. At the end, of course, the woman rips it in half and gives half each. Uh, so it's, it's sacrilegious all the time. It's vulgar. Uh, there's always things of butt crack and so on. It's very funny. It's something my wife, my son, and I will watch and laugh together. And it presents Canada in the most wonderful light because the other thing about the people who are being tricked, gagged, are multicultural. You're seeing faces of all people. There are blacks, there are Asians, there, there, there's whites, there's clearly French, clearly English. I know the difference sometimes by looking and seeing what they're mouthing to. Oh my God, or 
you know, uh, something in French and I know what they're saying. Um, it's just, it's wonderful that it, it makes me proud to be a Canadian. And I, and I harp on the fact that I, my, my roots are Quebec. I feel a Quebec, uh, Quebecer, um, born in Montreal, raised there, uh, my father's mother's life, all Quebec. And Ontario is just so uptight and prim and proper that they just wouldn't have done this show here. The the rudeness, the vulgarity, um, it just would not have go, gone over. They, they'll have like fake funerals and somebody falls out of a coffin or something. There's always a scene of somebody saying, mind my child while I go to the washroom. And then something happens in the washroom. It, you know, in one episode, it was a blind guy going in and it turns out the... Suddenly the door sign changes and it's time for a wash signal and a screen opens and you can see the person in there and this jet spray of foam going all over him and the poor blind guy doesn't know what's happening and somebody, the person who's minding the child or dog is just in shock. Oh my God, what do you do? There's a poor guy in there and he's being covered in foam. Uh, and again, it's all the facial expressions. Now, the beauty of the show and the part that makes it so absolutely perfect is when the gag is revealed and the people behind the joke come up and put their arms around the person who was fooled and their the face zooms in on their expression and it's always this joyous laughter and sometimes, oh, you naughty people, but it's just beautiful the various types of laughter again culturally based I mean you can have somebody who's clearly a, a Muslim and and you'd think maybe God are they going to take this well now you know I should point out we only see the show the the jokes that work we you have to know there'd be several where people would just react poorly or angrily or something else um, but it's just wonderful. Like here's a kid, remote control. One last night, the kid has a little remote control car. He takes the aerial off the car and puts it on the back of a motorized wheelchair. And there's a woman watching him and wondering, "What the hell are you doing?" And he takes that wheelchair and turns it in circles and drives this poor guy who's saying, "Hey, stop, stop!" He has no control over his motorized wheelchair anymore. And of course, it goes straight into a pool of muddy water. It looks like cement or something. And the guy goes flying out of the wheelchair, face first into the mud. And you know, the person again—you can imagine the look of shock and disbelief. So. Um, another crazy example um, they accuse a woman of running over a mouse the two police have stopped her and they pick up this dead mouse and the woman is, is you know, looking like well hey I, I never even saw it you know like what could I do and the policeman is just distraught and he tries giving it uh, like a ch- massage on the chest to bring it back and he gets down the ground and he gives mouth to mouth resuscitation to a mouse and the woman is looking like in complete shock and disbelief like this this cop is crazy they're dressed as police and they quickly 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 sneak into put the hand in a bush put the dead mouse there and pull out a live mouse and rejoice and the woman is you know this i cannot believe this (laughs) this has happened anyway i i mean i could go on but it's just it's funny it's funny but it's it's just it's so reassuring to see humanity be fooled and laughed to to see that there aren't really limits to this kind of humor it's crude but it's not hurtful it's not nobody's really getting hurt it's not like the funniest videos where somebody falls flat in their face on the skateboard onto the pavement you know these these type of shows that i see in america too often and not that they're not shown here but this is this is this love in this the the love of a joke and that that scene in the end always with the hugging and the smiles and the laughter that wow that was a good prank it, it's just beautiful and again it's it just it's it's that simple it makes me proud to be Canadian and in particular a Canadian from um, uh, on from Quebec because Ontario. Is you know Ontario? It's always Toronto the good. It, it wouldn't have got the okay here to run this show, and that is a difference between the French and the English. Clearly, this is a French-based show, but like I say, the nice thing is anybody can watch it. Maybe you've seen it. 
So I'm going to uh, stop there. That was my, uh, that was the piece I needed to share that I made notes for, and I've gone on too long, but uh, I hope you got something out of that, or that I'm satisfied that I needed to share that with you. And again, part of the the joy, and, and maybe I didn't express this, in fact, I know I didn't, was that it makes my wife see Canada in a different role because she has to be thinking the same thing. I'm thinking Ontario, this wouldn't go over. She knows this wouldn't go over the same way in Japan. It's a different kind of humor. You're going to see things there that are a lot cruder, but uh, not something that most Japanese people would be proud of. All right. Signing off from Bluffers Park. I've got to go home and make myself a nice grilled cheese sandwich. Signing off. Bye for now. Went out last night to take a little round. I met a little Sandy and I rode her down. I run right home while I went to bed. I thought it was smoke loose under my head. is with me today, folks. It is uh, Sunday afternoon, and I am at a place I have not podcast from for a very, very long time, uh, Rouge Beach. It's uh, at the end of Lawrence Avenue. If you follow Lawrence uh, heading east, uh, it eventually comes to an end right at the uh, this part of the Rouge River. And it's a wonderful, it's full of memories, because uh, when we first moved here and uh, Oh, we bought a canoe, a beautiful blue fiberglass canoe, wide-bottomed, handmade here in Scarborough by uh, um, a person on Kingston Road, uh, not far from here. 
Um, and uh, we would uh, put that on the roof of the Mercury Villager. It's hard to believe. Was that me? Did I do things like that? Those are dad things. Um, my wife on one end, me on the other, lifting it off the roof and putting it into the river here, getting the boys in the middle in their life jackets, and then just uh, paddling down here. I mean, we didn't do it a lot of times, but enough that it was a good memory. Uh, we did get a lot of good use out of that canoe, and uh, eventually... It sat in my backyard, and I sold it to a neighbor who had a cottage. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm sitting at the very spot where we would uh, put the boat in, their canoe in, and uh, paddle down river to where it goes under the, um, gosh, is it the uh, Kingston Road, I guess. So, yeah, uh, I'm looking now. I see all kinds of beach umbrellas, and it, it's packed. I just I sat in the driveway... In the car, I think I gotta go somewhere. But where to go? I I did Bluffers yesterday. Nothing to see at Thompson Park. I need someplace new. I didn't want to go all the way out to Ajax, where there are you know access to the beach and to the waterfront. And then remembered this place. And oh my god! Uh, and so here we are, straight along Lawrence, and then drove in, and it was just the parking lot was full. It was taking 15 minutes to actually, it's only one way in, one way out, to actually turn around and get out. And as I rounded the corner on my way out, sort of giving up, I saw one empty spot with the handicapped painting and um, had my pass in the uh, in the windshield and just drove straight in. I mean, that was just lucky, just the fact that there was only one left. I guess not a whole lot. Nobody in a wheelchair would be able to manage. Well, yeah, you could. There's a ramp. Uh, there's a bridge going over uh, and a railway bridge. The railway bridge is infamous. That's where they arrested uh, a group of what they said. Oh, here's a train. That's a uh, very short via rail. Uh, yeah, there was a group of people they arrested. They had, uh, it was a bit of a scandalous case in that, you know, how much were they really going to do. But they, the plan was to bomb this bridge, you know, with a train on it or whatever. Uh, and it never happened. They were infiltrated and uh, brought to trial. I don't know. I can't give you an update of the results. But always, I mean, I can't come to this place without remembering that. Oh, that would have been pretty disastrous. Uh, so, anyway, the park is full. A lot of happy people. And, again, it, it's a wonderful multicultural makeup of uh, Scarborough. We're right on the Scarborough-Pickering border here. Uh, and it's just nice to see families out, friends, boyfriend, girlfriend, couples, you know, kids, people with inflatable boats and rafts, and uh, not many canoeists. There is a canoe club here. It did burn down, but uh, it was very popular for that. But a very long beach and uh, it's looking uh, heavily populated right now. So I'm sitting just by the bridge. It's a pedestrian bridge, too. I explored this a lot. I used to love this area. And, uh, yeah, so here we are. Uh, just um, happy for me to, uh, to have found a place when, when I didn't know. I mean, that time spent in the driveway thing, what am I doing? I've got, I just can't sit in the house because I'll turn on the TV and I'll find a movie or I'll find some reason just to sit there and check Facebook and complain about other people's posts. And it was just much healthier to get out and uh, dump it all on you. So uh, kind of happy with that. I, I think I'll, uh, I'll stop here before I go any further. I just wanted to reintroduce you to this very special place. And uh, uh, the other thing was... Uh, there was a bench sitting here, an empty bench, and again, with the crowds of people here, I thought every bit of, uh, you know, real estate would be taken up, but uh, no, I've got the bench all to myself, and it is in a nice spot, so. Scarborough Dude, signing off from uh, Rouge River, yeah, bye for now.
Buffers Park. I'm in exactly the spot on a previous episode piece clip recording. I said I wanted to be sitting at. Um, being Monday, they're not collecting parking, and it's an overcast day. I'm sitting directly under a cloud. I can see blue sky straight ahead, but uh, I am just under this dark cloud, and that's just fine. Got my folding chair, and I'm by the water looking from exactly the opposite spot where I sat under the tree last time reading, and uh, that's probably what I'm going to do today. My job for today was to go to the liquor store and get my booze supply for the camping trip. It's uh, Booze supplies are very limited these days for me. I mean, I used to be, you go camping, wow, you got to have a lot of beer handy. And um, that's just not the case anymore. I mean, I'll only drink one. Camping, I'm going to drink a little bit more, but I, I've got to bring, you know, six beer for two nights. That sounds reasonable. Uh, my friends out in Vancouver would say, are you crazy? You're going to run out in the first evening. But uh, anyway, uh, we'll, I'll deal with that. And always a bottle of wine just in case. You know, if I have a steak or something going, which I probably won't. I don't know. Anyway, that's ahead of ourselves. But Monday, liquor stores are closed in Ontario. I forgot all about that. That's new. That's sort of uh, since covid Ah, so, um, that leaves me, what, with uh, time to fill. A lot of things on my mind, I I guess the uh, doctor told me, oh, never mind, you don't need to know health issues, except that I did notice one more thing I mentioned before. I'm I'm at the point where I'm going to need, you know, ear uh, things, you know, hearing aids soon, these new high-tech ones. Although I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm worried about that. I, I, it's not something to me that's everything else has just been okay. It's just matter of fact. But when you get hearing aids, unless you've got a real medical condition, it just seems old. Jesus Christ, you're old enough you need fucking hearing aids, and um, that's unfortunate. Nothing against anybody wearing hearing aids. That's fine. I'm not making any kind of statement or judgment or anything else. And damn it, certain Irene. Oh, shit. So, yeah, even the dogs are excited about this. Um, oh, my God, and my phones aren't syncing properly. Oh, okay, all right. I'm just going to... I could sit here in the rain. I got a big hat on. I made notes. They're not on my new iPhone, they should be. They should have synchronized. I don't know why it didn't. All right. Forget all this. I would just forget this. False start. False start. Okay, I'm back. That that. <laughs> I never moved. The rain stopped. There was just a few sprinkles. And uh, uh, during that time, it's only been a few minutes uh, between me hanging up. <laughs> Well, I got another call, you know, from the government, some agent, uh, had my social insurance number, and unless I responded right away, I was going to be in big trouble with the government. Oh, my God, I wish I had the recorder out at that point, because that's, that's, I wanted to share that one with you. That was another one of these, you know, phone calls, local phone calls that I answered, because I did have a phone call from my doctor this morning. Oh, my God. So, anyway, and meanwhile, in that time, I've managed to get in with another, uh, or to have another battle with a friend online. God, I, I seem to be having more of those. And yet, in this case, 
And maybe that's the problem. I blame this person like 100%. Like, I am not at fault at all for, uh, for having that spat. That's this person's fault. I won't, won't give any names, but uh, boy, oh boy. And you know, it's scary when you say that because you think, wait a minute, if you're blaming the person 100%, surely there's another side to this. No, 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 it's not my fault. His, oops, I gave away the sex there. Anyway, forget it. Um, Montreal-Toronto rivalry, that was a real thing. If you grew up in Montreal, you hated Toronto. And it's not just the hockey teams, the Maple Leafs and the Canadiens. Um, it, it just was the two cities. like Montre- And Toronto used to really suck. It really sucked. It was a, Toronto the good. It was Puritan. It was run by, you know, Christians, uptight people. And Montreal had that French element, and it was loose. And, and we, boy, Montreal pride was strong. And especially, my God, during Expo 1967, the greatest World's Fair, World's Fair ever, um, it, it was a, a real time to be young in Montreal and to grow up there. So I just I need to put that out there in case. I mean, there's a lot of these fake rivalries between teams and so on, but the differences were real. And Montreal, I mean, it really suffered after. By the, I think after it was in a slump after uh, the '76 Olympics, or maybe even leading up to that. And it's been on hard times. And then there was, the, of course, the mass migration in the 70s of all the English and all the big companies moving to Toronto. And Toronto grew. And I will say, I mean, now that I'm living here, Toronto is a, such a better city, such a much better city than um, it ever was. And and I, I celebrate it, in, in particular, the multiculturalism that I, I feel here and enjoy. Um, and that brought on the train of thought for t- this morning's shower. When I have a shower in the morning, there's always, I really go deep into thinking uh, of something. I shouldn't say that. God, I'm, I'm not doing a good job of the words. Forgive me. Sorry. I'm just not going to edit this out. But always... While I'm in that confined space of the shower, I get into things. Like, it's just thought. There's no other distractions. It's just thought. And this one was, oh, I don't need, um, um, I'm going to be cremated. I don't need a place for my ashes. And that that was spurred on by wanting to plan the way, the funeral before I die so that my poor family, my wife and sons don't have to do it. I want to make it so simple. And I haven't taken the steps because I don't feel I'm going to die yet. Uh, it'd just be a horrible thing to leave to poor Naoko and the boys to have to deal with that. And so I was thinking about, gee, what, you know, you should have online a, a, a set of photos. Okay, here are the photos for the slideshow. And do everything so that it's just, okay, here it is. You know, I'm gone. Here it is. But to do that, I mean, then I'll have to realistically start getting rid of all the junk and I'm not ready. I'm putting it off again. It's, okay, maybe in the fall. Maybe in the fall we could do that. Um, So anyway, that led to, well, what do you want done with the ashes then? And I thought, Lake Ontario, you know, Belfort's Park, just dump them in Lake Ontario. And I thought, that's not my lake, the St. Lawrence River. I grew up born in Montreal in the St. Lawrence. My father's work was, you know, helping dredge the St. Lawrence Seaway. Um, I lived in Sorel for a year. That's on the St. Lawrence. And I I feel that's important. And, And so I thought, no, no. Have the ashes dumped into the St. Lawrence River, Fleuve Saint Laurent. Not that I'm French or anything, but just that's. It. And then I thought, okay, now that's a hassle too. My wife has got to somehow. Where would she go on the St. Lawrence? It's a big fucking river. You get as far as Kingston, starts there. Yeah, I guess you could do it from Kingston. Uh, which way is it flowing? <laughs> so anyway, I ended up back in Lake Ontario. Um, I've seen people do it right here at Bluffers Park. Just dump them here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I suppose so. When nobody's looking. I watched a whole family do go through the whole thing. Uh, so anyway, I don't know why I'm sharing that. It's just that that's the kind of thing that happens when you have a shower and, um, you know, you think about these things. 
So I don't know. There's, the answer's not out yet. But uh, I, I think what I have been relieved of was the need for a place for my ashes. You know, you don't have to. Uh, just get a cheap urn, dump the things, and then I don't know. Uh, by the way, my iPhone, I put, I checked out um, you know, Facebook buy and sell and uh, Kijiji, which I hate Kijiji. I don't like going, going near that place. But they go for between three and four hundred bucks for an iPhone eight. Uh, the only thing they have to be, um, what is it, unblocked or um, I forget the term that's used, uh, you know, so that the company you bought it from doesn't have it. Jeez, um, um, that's embarrassing because I know you know exactly unlocked, unlocked. Thank you. So that means another call to um, Rogers. You know, is it unlocked? I paid for it. What do I, and I'm sure there'll be well, there'll be another fee for that, sir. <sighs> so there's a whole lot. Listen, if you got any information, if you, I mean, you're my friend. Some of you, you know about this stuff. Email me, contact me, do something, and say, Ken, Ken, here's a here's a plan. This is what you should do. When I think if I could get three hundred bucks. That's really what I should do. Take the money. If my wife's not complaining about her iPhone 6 and I could get money back to be, to ease some of the guilt of the money I'm spending on this iPhone 11 Pro, that would be a big help. That's really what I should do. I don't need to keep both phones. Okay, so that's done, right? Have we done that? Uh, and then I was just complaining these my notes weren't synced between these two uh, phones. And what's happened um, is that all I had to do was just, um, you know, what's that thing? You share things you uh, when your phone is nearby. Uh, airdrop. I airdropped, and it was just a fraction of a second. Suddenly, oh, there's the note I needed. So that's handy. The two phones are nearby. Just airdrop. You could do it. All right, so... I've got that. You are going to be hearing some new music in this podcast. So we're on a new topic now. Are you with me? We're, this is a new topic, music. Uh, you heard all the mod stuff. I've been playing so much of that and, and for the past three or four episodes. And I've enjoyed it, but you're probably ready for a change. Well, on Sunday night on NPR, or maybe it was Saturday night, don't know, can't tell, um, they did a thing. It was one of their fundraising. It was about folk music and they had all they brought back a lot of the folkies to sing their songs and um it was good the new christy minstrels and the brothers four and you know i don't know there was probably the four lads kingston trio uh the weavers all these groups you never hear about anymore and that was the theme of the program what happened to folk it just got wiped off the map like a, a tribe that was destroyed by another tribe that came along. The rock and roll tribe came and killed the folkies. It really was like that. It, it's so weird. And I, I listened to the music, and of course I grew up with that. I heard that. You'd hear it on the radio, walk right in, sit right down, and oh, all the stuff, Kingston Trio, all that stuff was, you heard. Those are days when we listened to radio. And uh, I, we had a few albums, and it was good stuff. So I decided, well, I need some folk music for my collection. And, you know, I go to Apple's iTunes, and then you do one group, and it's, you know, you're going to have all their greatest hits. Well, how many greatest hits did any of them ever have anyway? But, you know, you can manage to get a ton of songs onto a greatest hits album, and then you go, oh, I really don't want any of those. So what I was looking for was a collection of various artists, and it took me a very long time, a lot of searching to finally, because it, it seems almost random. The uh, When you do folk, if you do a search for folk, you're going to get the Beatles in there. You're going to get all kinds of other stuff that just doesn't belong. I guess their algorithm is really peculiar for folk on uh, the uh, iTunes search. But anyway, I found one, and it was perfect. And I only want to pay five ninety nine, and I want at least 50 songs. Okay, that, those are the parameters. Well, for five ninety nine, I got 60 songs, and it is the Greenwich Village folk scene. Now, what could be better than that? That was exactly what I was looking for with the, all the people I wanted to hear and more. 
And uh, so you are going to be hearing, in fact, you've already heard on this podcast, uh, music from that collection, the Greenwich Village folk scene. So there you go, okay? And I think that's it. I think we're done. Those are all I had to do for notes. Um, And I want to get this damn thing finished off before I head off on my camping trip. Thursday, i got to take the cat to the vet. Wednesday, I'm so worried about that. Um, And there's just stuff i got to do. So Scarborough Dude signing out from his spot under the trees on the cat side of Bluffers Park. Facing the road that comes down that hill, facing that hill, it's uh, just an amazing sight. And the bluffs, and trees, 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 and Lake Ontario. It is a wonderful, wonderful place to be. That's why maybe it's not a bad place for my uh, ashes to be strewn. Bye for now. My dog's bigger than your dog, my dog's bigger than yours My dog's bigger and he chases mailmen, my dog's bigger than yours My dad's meaner than your dad, my dad's meaner than yours My dad's meaner and he yells louder, my dad's meaner than yours I'm not afraid of the dark anymore, I can tie my shoes I have been to the country and I am going to school Our car's faster than your car, our car's faster than yours It has a louder horn, it bumps other cars, our car's faster than yours My mom's older than your mom, my mom's older than yours She takes smelly baths, she hides the gray hairs, my mom's older than yours I'm not afraid of the dark anymore, I can tie my shoes I have been to the country and I am going to school